Don't you know that not listening to the Shenmue AM2 podcast is way uncool? Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And I dropped my pen. There we go. Um, so we're here to talk about something recent happened. Oh, yeah, we got a gameplay trailer for Shenmue 3. Did we? <laughs> yeah. Boy, can you bit. miss it? <laughs> I did. That's Remember, I put a video on YouTube, yep. and I was like, oh, yeah, I you, did. You literally did miss it. But I did the journalistic integrity thing and fixed what I did. <laughs> Although, the one that I said, well, we didn't get a lot of views on our YouTube channel. Yep. So, you look yeah. like an ignorant fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear that badge, probably. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this episode, we're going to talk about a bunch of good things, a bit of a sad thing, and maybe some other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we got a gameplay trailer at Magic Monaco. Um trailer length about 2 minutes and 39 seconds which I think is a good length for a trailer mm-hmm. I was impressed um, let's bring it up here just so we can okay go through scene by scene I guess oh, I thought you didn't want to do that I don't want to analyze it We're Matt and I are going to do our best to put together kind of a deep dive analytical um, showcase of the trailer and some things that we noticed and might be linked to other games and other Shenmue games, I should say. So we come out with the... We just get the Shenmue pedal, Shenmue 3, da-da-da-da-da, and Ryo laying by a well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's clearly been beat up. Although he looks like he's wearing rouge. <laughs> does he have the Band-Aid on his face there? I think he did. And Shenhua does the death stare. And this guy who beat him up, people have noticed him in the uh, in those chapter artworks. Did you see that? I did see that. I didn't actually look it up myself, but I did see that people. He's did in it. at least two of them. Yeah, and from, people from 1996. Those chapter artworks. The guy people here. did like look up his uniform, and he's a Mongolian uh, warrior or oh, wrestler. Cool. Um, then he meets here with Zhu. Uh, the chubby guy wearing the wife beater. With a distinctive face. A very distinctive mm-hmm. face. Very um, polarizing face. Yeah. Then we meet this little kid. Um, he, he's like talking with his hands and stuff. Rio's wrist breaks <laughs> when, he's, <laughs> when he's putting his hand to his chin. Then we get a big scene with a tree. And there's a lot of analysis with this tree. A lot of chickens. Mm-hmm. And what appears to be a drunken master. Um... We have toy capsule machines in the background. Way back there. Way back. We got a boiling kettle. We get some butterflies in the background. And this drunken guy, or drunken master, uh, who's carrying around a canteen, uh, knows Iwao. Mm-hmm. I think that's horse stance that Rio is doing. And he's then he's fighting yes. someone who looks like Pi from... Uh, she Virtual does fighter. resemble Pi quite a bit, doesn't she? Then, he and then was, we have he's fighting a big boy. Matt's big boy. <laughs> That's such a stupid prediction. <laughs> we'll get. We're going to do our bets results too, um, and how ridiculously bad Matt's bets were. But the stuff I said just didn't happen. So uh, that might be a hint, foreshadowing as to what. Uh, who won the bet? So, apparently there's a longer version of this trailer. I hope we get to see it. That happened before, didn't it? Where they released a trailer and then a longer version appeared later that had been shown privately, but it got leaked to the internet. Yes, it was, yeah. it was last year's... Yeah. It was like a GDC or a... Maybe Magic Monaco. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I thought the trailer was great. The Like, when he does the big spinning kick, mm-hmm. like the animations don't look great. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate those low camera angles. I understand they do them to get that look of grandeur. Yeah, I, I wonder if that's the default camera angle for that fight. I uh, hope not. Yeah, it's kind of a fisheye lens effect almost. Um, yeah, I'd prefer not having that. So what do you angle. what do you think of the look of the trailer? Uh, there's I said it in my reaction. It looks like Shenmue, and it doesn't look like Shenmue all at the same time. Um, it really gives me Shenmue vibes, vibes like a lot of it, and then some of it is just like you can see the uh, the I don't know what you would call it, but you can see the the budget title, <laughs> um, uh, you know, just 
things that that could be done better if they had more money, right? So the original Shenmue was a really high-budget game, and this one is the opposite of that. But they're trying their best to make it at least fit the spirit of the original games, and I appreciate that. And I think they're I think they're going to succeed in that. Do you think it's fair to call this a budget game? Compared to most games, yeah. It's not an indie game. I'd say it's... I wouldn't call it an indie game. I wouldn't say it's an indie game either, but I don't know if I... I don't think it has that small of a budget. Over $7,000 from public funding... $7 million. Or yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, it's over 7000 I didn't say anything wrong. Um, over $7 million in public funding, plus private backing that they said they've gotten a fair bit of. Mm. I mean, nowadays... Video game budgets are in the hundreds of millions, aren't? Are they not? Some of them are, like your Grand Theft Autos and your Red Dead, yeah. probably. Mm. But uh, anyways, the budget maybe we'll never know how much the budget truly was. But if if it's not a budget issue, then there's even less of an excuse for it to look like a budget title. <laughs> yeah. I personally, I want it to be. I actually, I know we complained about delays this whole time, but I actually want it another year for this to cook. I think that would perfect it. But not a chance. But they, I don't think they, they probably don't have the funds left to develop it for another year. They probably have to get it out. Well, Yu Suzuki said it's done. Mm. The development is done, and now. But that's what done. I mean. A, think of what a year of polish, just polish, would do. Like, this, those lip syncs were rough, man. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they have four or five months for polish. Maybe that's all they need. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. It's Now it's just putting the sparkle on it. It did, as you mentioned, it did really give me Shenmue vibes. Yeah. I feel like this is a Shenmue game. My, the, there was little things that pulled me out a little bit. Mm. Um but then there was things that pushed me even more in. Mm-hmm. The faces of uh, Zhu, if I'm pronouncing that, the chubby guy, XU, and the big boy, <laughs> and the drunken master, their faces seem a little cartoony for me. I think they look a lot like some of the characters from the uh, like original um, pr- like promo art, like the original design sheets of character designs it's way more uh, manga inspired yeah it looks like a living manga which is I guess kind of a little bit getting away from the more um, the more uh, grounded in reality thing we're used to but I mean it, there was certainly characters before that looked monstrous <laughs> I'm thinking of the arcade owner in the first game and Chai of course so it's it may seem out of place. Jimenez but... Garcia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, so those things pulled me out a little bit, but when he's looking at that tree, and you hear the guy go "Ewow," and like Rio turns around, like that genuine-looking reaction, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that gives me <laughs> the feels. That's the vibes I want." Yeah. And yeah. those are the moments that I want out of this game. And the voice actor too, Rio's Japanese voice oh. actor. He. He sounds like he hasn't skipped a day. He sounds like he went right from Shenmue 2 to recording When this. he's like, Shenhua. <laughs> the way he says Shenhua is, mm. if I close my eyes, it's the exact same. If you were to just play that clip of him saying that, I couldn't tell you if that was one or, mm-hmm. or Shenmue 2 or Shenmue 3. He's, it sounds so good. Yeah. He, like, he, he sounds perfectly like Ryo. He, like, he didn't miss a beat. But... I don't have the same confidence in Corey Marshall's ability to sound like uh, he did a while ago because I find his voice has changed. So maybe he can do it. He'll still sound like Rio. He'll just sound like a little bit of a different Rio. So like, as opposed to the Japanese voice actor who literally sounds the same. I don't. I I think he'll. I think as a as a voice actor, those are things that you take into consideration and do kind of have to change a bit. Because um, we've heard him on several occasions in, on our podcast and other people's podcasts try to do the Rio voice, and I don't think it sounds exactly like it did at the time. I can still hear Rio in there very easily, but it's just a little bit different. It's not to say it's bad. It just won't be as seamless as the Japanese voice actor, I don't think. Yeah. Um, the area looks, I think, great. Yeah. It's very... 
part of me wants this to look like a Dreamcast game deep down, and I think you kind of feel the same way. Mm. And that being said, like I don't think the areas look bad. People are, you know, talking about it not looking AAA, and I think that's fine because that kind of harkens back to the Shenmue One and Two aesthetic almost Mm -hmm. if that's if that makes sense saying that um but it definitely what the most important thing to me was to get those Shenmue vibes Mm -hmm. like when back in the day when I I showed up back in my dorm room in university and like took on uh, opened up IGN and there's Rio on a forklift and I'm like what? And like immediately I had the Shenmue vibes, but then when I saw it was in Sega All-Stars Racing, it, it just, it, I didn't get the Shenmue vibes. I was still over the moon that that was happening because, mm-hmm. you know, that was a step in the right direction 10 years ago or however long it was. But uh, I, ha- I have those genuine Shenmue feels now. Yeah. And I'm, I, I mean, I've been excited the entire time and a lot of people don't think you and I have been excited because we've been critical of things. Mm. But the hype is now like this trailer did it for me. This was a tipping point of this is coming now. Yeah, it feels a little bit more real now. It it sure. does definitely feel real. If we got more gameplay, it'd feel even better. <laughs> <laughs> he had like a look on his face there, <laughs> which just... which is even more exaggerated by his remarkably dilated pupils. <laughs> now went to the eye doctor today, and yeah. he's blind as a bat. Yeah, I look like a cat who's ready to pounce on something. <laughs> Um, yeah, in the trailer, I think, was great. The music... I I did see... It was Daniel Bloodworth from Easy Allies. He's like, Shamu 3 looks great, blah, blah, blah. But that song, though, how, like, just... They're recycling it. Oh, yeah. I think they confirmed all the music is from the previous games, did they not? Yeah, but it was saying, like, they're using that same Shenmue theme over and over. Mm. But... It's a beautiful theme. It's a beautiful theme, and, like, even talking about it right now, comparing it to the Avengers theme. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> I said Avengers theme, and I got goosebumps. The Avengers theme, they use that in every trailer. Yeah. And a new trailer for that dropped yesterday, and I'm over the moon about it. And thanks for bringing back James Gunn for Guardians 3. Yeah, I just read that. Just read that. That's huge news. Um, <laughs> Screw you, alt-right. We tried to get him fired. <laughs> yeah, he'll come up later, alt-right, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, I was super impressed with the trailer. They, I hate it when they're like, there will be gameplay. And, yes, they did fulfill that promise. Mm-hmm. We saw gameplay. <laughs> um, gameplay Technicality. Was, yeah. I was... Uh, all I want is him walking around, man. <laughs> We did see a little teeny bit of the HUD mm. in a very small part. Um, a lot of it seems like there's going to be a lot of dialogue. It's it's giving me the Shenmue vibes, and yeah. I am super pumped. Do we want to go through our bets? Um, see who who was uh, more? Yeah. Or who was less wrong? Yeah. <laughs> so do you have my list there too? I do. Let me just bring it up here on my phone because I'm super prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to vamp. I'm sorry. How to what? Vamp. What the hell does that mean? It means fill time and be entertaining on the on the drop of a dime. Sing Baby Shark. No. Baby Shark. Did you send it through Messenger? No, I sent it through text, I believe. Uh, you keep saying that. I don't think any of that's true. <laughs> I feel like that's how I usually talk to you, three quarters of the time. So is this in that other 25% of the time? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, da, 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 da. I can give you my phone. I threw it away, though, because it was causing interference. Mama shark do do mama shark. Did you find it? Uh, I have it here, but it'd be easier if you had it on your own phone. Yeah, but my phone keeps scrolling back down for some reason. <laughs> okay, so my first bet. Well, actually, you know what? I'm gonna screenshot this. <laughs> Can you get it all in one screen? Yes. So my first bet was Rio will be in at least three different clothing combinations. Wrong. <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> Matt said voices will be in Japanese. 
Plus one. Plus one point. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> I said someone will carry a torch. Matt vetoed that bet. Thank God, because that would have been a negative for me. <laughs> we will hear only Rio and Shenhua speak, was Matt's second bet. Oh. Back down to zero. Minus one to zero. <laughs> we will see at least two gotcha machines. Ding, 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 ding. Point for Mr. Andrew. They're all, they're all blurry in the back, but they're there. They're there. So you're, we're at zero, zero now. Yeah. Um, oh, yep, yep. It just scrolled down to the bottom again. Let's just go to pictures. There's just a picture of me with a mustache <laughs> for some reason. A, a uh, terribly, terribly frightening mustache. You just keep it so you can make yourself laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. I shaved it. Like it went to from beard to sideburns and goatee, and I like just gradually trimmed it down. <laughs> um, there will be no more than three blinks from characters. That's a that's their bet. Womp 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 womp. Wrong. There was many more. There's more than three blinks in the first like five seconds. <laughs> So I'm at my zero to minus one. Uh, actually, here's my next bet. Actual Phoenix Mirror will be will appear before Dragon Mirror. This is it because the actual Phoenix Mirror is being held by Landy mm-hmm. in what appears to maybe be a dream sequence, but the uh, Dragon Mirror never shows up. Mm-hmm. So technically, it does appear before it, but technically, maybe not because the other one doesn't appear. Yeah, I gave myself the point. Uh, uh, the points well, when we get to the end, it doesn't really matter. Kyle Bossman would not let you have that one if he was judging this. <laughs> um, so what? So what? That would make you plus one and me minus one right now. Yeah, it gets downhill for me though. <laughs> um, uh, Matt said we will see Niao Sun. I vetoed that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha item will be human character. Uh, Matt, that was I said we'll see a gotcha item. Matt made me tighten that up. Didn't need to do that. Didn't need to do that because it was wrong. So zero to minus one. Matt, we will see a big boy. <laughs> we both agreed. He sent me a message. I'm like, yeah, it's a big boy. <laughs> I love in your reaction video, you're like, wonder if that's a big boy. <laughs> the second guy that Rio's fighting. Yeah. Yes. So that's... What did I say? You're minus one, now I'm zero? Uh, I, don't I think know. I have them beside my... Yeah, you have your plus and minuses. So uh, what am I at after that one? You didn't do them cumulatively, though. I thought I did. No. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, it doesn't matter. Matt wins. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll but we'll go it. through the rest. I said Rio will acquire a move scroll. No. He is going to learn a move, mm-hmm. uh, but there's no physical scroll associated with it by the looks of things. Yeah. So that's not a point for me. Uh, trailer will be less than a minute of game footage, that not was, counting intro-outro. That was me. That was Matt's bet. Uh, that was wrong. We had failed. Over almost three minutes. We will see Ren punch a face. Uh, Ren does not appear. not appear in this. That was my bet. Followed by Ren will brandish a knife. That was Matt's bet. bet. Nope. <laughs> At least 15 seconds of trailer before gameplay footage. I stole that. That was you. my bet. Matt stole it and got a point. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was Matt's eight bet? Because you put that. You put your bet over that. Well, that's because it became my eighth bet because I stole it from you. Yeah. So my other pet that was that was there. I just forgot it because it didn't give me anything. I just erased it and put yours in there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did you not write down my one that you stole from me? Yeah, but you still would have had a bet there. You still would have said something, right? Well, um, I, no. Well, I, I reordered them. Whichever one you stole from me, I took it out and okay. I put yours so, yeah. in. And it may not have been at number eight, but I um, shuffled around. I said, Lon D will speak. Nope. Nope. Uh, Matt said, we will see Joy, but not Jewing. Nope. Nope. We're bad at this. We will see physical contact between Rio and Boro. That was mine. That was also a no. Matt said, there will be multiple screens of just text. Nope. Nope. Surprisingly. Yeah. We usually do that. Uh, Shenhua will use her powers. This is my bet. I said it's a no, but we don't know if that dream sequence, if she creates that. <laughs> so down the line, this could potentially make this a tie, <laughs> but 
for now, we'll say it's a no. Hmm. Um, and then Matt said we will will contain a newly composed piece of music. No, that had already been confirmed that it wasn't going to happen. I think. But then, then we uh, we um, very, like we got into that a little bit and said it doesn't have to be newly composed. It can just be, be never before never before heard. But that didn't happen either. And my final one, we will see Niao San, um, her character model. Nope. And then, oh, Matt's last bet. What? We will see a dark side Hazuki. No. No. We'll never we'll, see one again. <laughs> not in three, at least. We'll get to that. And then the bet that I stole from uh, Matt was, he made a bet that said, we will see multiple children. Andrew wants to steal them. I tried so hard to get a technicality on this bet. There's just one kid. There was one kid, but I was like looking to see if the word kid or children in like the actual text (laughs) popped up multiple times (laughs) to try to like pull something out here. Nope. But no. So I lost the bet. Um, We didn't really put stakes on it. No. I'll, uh, we all we both did so terrible. We don't deserve any prize. Yeah, we both were (laughs) the negatives. We're bad at bets. Yeah, we're we're pretty bad. Still fun. Next up, Ezra Crab or Crabbe, <laughs> who was on this Crabbe pod- makes him sound sounds like a dip. Who was on this podcast in a previous episode? He is from IGN Japan. He got the privilege, honor, whatever you want to call it, to He's sit the down. Shen- Shenmue ambassador, after all. Yeah, he <laughs> needs to put that title. I will see you Sunday in the cage. To put that title <laughs> on the line. <laughs> Big ox building basement. <laughs> Bring your your ladder, ladder match. I've been in a couple of those. <laughs> might have got caught on fire. Might have got it on videotape. <laughs> might have had my friend turn the tape off as I'm standing up, engulfed in flames. <laughs> what the hell? A dumb childhood. That's what that was. Uh. Uh, so here are some highlights from the interview with Ezra that Matt and I are just going to talk about. Um, he talks about. The battle system and part-time jobs not being as fleshed out as in the original games. Hmm. Um, Ezra talked about that, or Yu Suzuki talked about that? Yu Suzuki hmm. mentioned it to Ezra. Um, these are the things that I think they need to be very careful about, is the jobs. Um, those are The things that Shenmue are kind of known for need to be equal or better, I think. Yeah. Um, because the jobs in the first two games were already very divisive. Some people loved them. Some people hated them. They can't be worse than those. Otherwise, I'll, you'll have more... Uh, the ratio will tilt. You'll have more hate <laughs> to love. <laughs> which, I love the job. I love the forklift job in one. Yeah, me too. But I hate moving boxes. I hate moving boxes in two. I hate running a lucky hit stand in yeah, two. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say that I save scum gambling. <laughs> But I say scum gambling. <laughs> That's how it's done. Yeah. Um, Didn't he mention some of the new jobs in this? There's fishing. Yes, there's fishing. We'll come to. I have okay, okay. Right now. Trying to mess up my notes. Sorry, some bitch. <laughs> um, he says it tries not to. He they try to make it not feel like a dumbed down version of the originals, which made me smile. Like. It's. I think it's very important that they do make them equal or better. Mm. And even if they're... Because a lot of people view them as mundane. Even if they are mundane things, if you have enough different mundane things to do, mm. I think they automatically just kind of become less mundane. Mm-hmm. If that's fair to say. They say the game will have an open ending. We knew that for a while. Which I, I expected. I think it could end... And if we didn't get a Shenmue 4, it's not going to be as big a cliffhanger as... I would hope he would learn his lesson and not end on as big of a cliffhanger. Yeah. (laughs) If he knows the next game is not guaranteed. Um, I think we will get a Shenmue 4 for sure. Mm. Um, Please don't do Kickstarter. I mean, if you do a Kickstarter, you're getting my money, but please don't. (laughs) Uh, Not able to interact with everyone. So they're... There are going to be people that don't have a whole lot of dialogue. I thought that meant no dialogue. I thought that meant you couldn't talk to them at all. And that... Well, I watched the Shenmue Dojo stream, and Pete kind of... Pete Campbell got some behind-the-scenes stuff with a few other people. Mm-hmm. Not the behind-the-scenes stuff that they advertise to get something else, but 
he made it sound like there might be dialogue, but I was thinking like it could be something as simple as if you go to a shop and there's someone like way behind the counter, like an employee that you just don't have to speak to, mm. things like that. I think are completely fine. Yeah. Because you're going to have, you know, say it's a cashier, for example. You, you can you need to talk to the cashier for whatever you're buying. But if there's if it's a restaurant and there's someone, like, out and you can see, like, well, like those half windows, mm-hmm. there's, like, someone working in the kitchen, you don't need to interact with that person. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, that's fine. It's It makes the world look full. Kind of like a Yakuza game where there's people that, there's the majority of people in Yakuza you can't talk to. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Something <laughs> when they did that immediately was I was just like red flag, just going mind going in every direction. This was before he had told people behind closed doors that development was finished. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Well, there's like between 400 and 500 NPCs in the game." I'm like, "Well, that's a huge difference, and that sounds like you don't know because the number's not finished yet." Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh no, delay, 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 delay," <laughs> and we should. We should uh, specify it was originally his original plan uh, was uh, fifty, like NPCs. fifty per village, I think. Yeah. So, so he he's got enough extra funding that he could expand that. Yeah. Um, I think they also mentioned the size of the villages. Do you have that down? Yeah. Apparently, the two of them is it the two of them combined are the size of Hong Kong from part two. Yes, the two of them combined are about the size of Hong Kong from part two. Okay. Um, that doesn't seem that big to me. Well, I mean, they're villages. They're not cities. But are you confined to the villages? I don't know. I would assume there's a path between them. I would hope. <laughs> yeah, but is that path like taking the bus to <laughs> the harbor where yeah, you don't know. actually experience it? Mm. Yeah, all good questions. Um, I wouldn't. Like now, it. that being said, too, when you say the size of Hong Kong, it was massive, pretty much. In uh, it, it was massive, but when also. Are you can, including the vertical square footage? Because <laughs> I, I <doubt> when, <laughs> when you look at Hong, like actually, if you go inside the buildings, it's fucking huge. Part well, of my French, but well, they had the uh, the algorithm that generated yeah. all the, the rooms. Yeah, so all like twelve floors would have you know hundreds of rooms within them or whatever. But um, I don't. I, I like the sound of that size. It sounds like if you cut Hong Kong in half. That's probably the size of the area in the first game so there'd be probably each each village is about the size of the area in the first game I would imagine which may benefit it because it may give you that quaint feeling again right which is what I love about I, the first game that is what I loved about the first game and that the second was lacking to me mm-hmm. uh, free to choose shoes jeans and uppers um, once you can buy clothes yeah I think that's pretty neat I probably won't but yeah <laughs> It's too iconic. The uh, the whole Rio look. I will buy them. Yeah. I will. Won't, you won't I wear pro- them. I'll cycle through, see what there is. Like, mm-hmm. if you're just gonna have a bunch of like the Jupiter's jacket looking jackets, or I have a, I have a feeling one of the outfits will be that green kung fu outfit from the the story chapter art from 1996. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Maybe I'd wear that one. Maybe in once a, he once he really starts training, switch to that. <laughs> maybe an Akira looking outfit. Yeah, from like Virtual Fighter One or Virtual Fighter Two. Mm. That could be pretty neat. Um, he talks about possible Shenhua and Ren DLC for costumes. For outfits, yeah. Um, Talking I, about DLC. Would you like DLC in this game? Uh, sure. Why not? Same here. <laughs> I think. It is a great idea, strictly based on a business decision, because I think they're starting to realize how rabid Shenmue fans are. Mm-hmm. And if we want a fourth one, then it just here's my wallet, take my money. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's a good way to fund future projects, mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see what options we have for DLC. Like, is is that boat chapter going to be DLC? Is mm. What you know, whatever is going to be DLC, who knows? Uh, Ezra mentioned that when he saw the gameplay, Rio looked better in the gameplay than he did in parts of the um, like his model looked better. Yeah, hmm. I think he also said that the walking and all that animation looked a little bit worse than the original games. 
Uh, no, I think he just said it didn't compare to some of the AAA titles. Oh, I think it was how he worded it. I thought he was comparing it to the original Shenmue games, and it didn't look quite as good. He may have. I'm around. not. Yeah. Um, mini games will give you scrolls. I'm excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, take for example, Hang On. I play Hang On in Shenmue 1 and 2 because I try to get all the capsule toys and, you know, the capsule toys don't really do anything, but Mm -hmm. I just want to fill in that spot. Getting a move out of it, I think, gives you more incentive to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Speaking of Hang On, though, they did confirm that there's no Sega arcade games in, in this. So, I think maybe Yu Suzuki had a bit of a, I don't want to say brain fart on this, <laughs> but there are confirmed Sega game arcade games in this already. Like what? QTE title. That's that's not an original Sega. Yes, it is. Game. Yes, what? there's there's real Sega QTE arcade machines. Those are a real thing. But he penned QTE when he made Shenmue. Or are you talking about they, they came out after Shenmue? Before. Did he take the name of Quick Timer Event from those? I don't know if it was called QTE, but like I've seen pictures of those boxing machines. They're huge, but yeah, it's a, I know, but it's the, a thing I, that SAG actually made. So I think those I, are pretty generic, though. I think lots of people made those. But it, it looks the same. It has the boxing mm. guy. It is an identical machine. Okay. Um, so I think what he means when he's saying it is no Sega video games. Yeah. Well, that's basically what I was saying. Which, yeah, which and sucks. that's... <laughs> yeah, that kind of... We're going to get QTE title and darts. I think that's it. <laughs> Keep your fucking neo-darts to yourself. <laughs> uh, also, just... That is my favorite comment that we have ever got about this podcast. Someone just sent us a tweet that said, R.I.P. Neo-darts. Absolute burial on the Shenmue AM2 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Uh, I just... I love playing neo-darts, but there's no reward to it. Like, mm. <laughs> playing Dart 7, it's just... You throw five darts and you're done. <laughs> there's you can get like one of six possible scores mm-hmm. on the thing. It's there's just no incentive to do it. You don't even get a, a capsule toy like Neo Darts machine. <laughs> it was just like it was an afterthought. Enough <laughs> enough side rant. <laughs> uh, being able to catch and sell fish at a market, I think, is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you incentive to catch a bigger fish. Yeah. Sometimes fishing games are fun. Sometimes they are not. We shall see what happens. <laughs> Did you what's your what's your favorite fishing game? Fishing mini game? Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that's probably probably the one I spent the most time on. Did you ever take the guy's hat? I can't remember. We're pausing for a nice drink break. <laughs> it's a Mexican Coca Cola <laughs> Refresco. <laughs> it's cool. I don't know. It's in a glass bottle made with real sugar. It's good. Um, yeah, like, and he Rio or Hazuki saw it. Suzuki. Suzuki-san says that it's not like a huge, really good minigame. He said there's better fishing games on your iPhone. Um, but <laughs> That's not promising. No, and like I just, I just want to be able to do stuff. Obviously, I think we both want it to be those things as good as possible that you're doing. But maybe it'll give some nice, like atmospheric, serene, cinematic uh, camera angles while he's waiting for the fish to bite. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Some nice music to chill out to. Just, why wasn't there fishing in the first one? With that Dreamcast fishing rod controller. Yeah. How awesome Fishing off that? the harbor with all those other folks. How awesome would that be? Um, no time, I need my revenge. <laughs> after I buy this capsule toy. <laughs> yeah. uh, items gained in gaming parlors. So there's going to be, be- like gaming parlors like in Shenmue 2. Mm-hmm. Um but you're going to be able to get stuff from them, items that you can't get anywhere else, and then you can potentially use those items to trade. Mm-hmm. Because pawn shops are going to allow you to trade in this game and not just sell for money. That is one complaint I had about Shenmue 2. The pawn shop flyers, did you ever actually look at them to see the values of stuff? No, I went to the closest pawn shop and sold there. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I did too. And the economy of it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. But am I really going to walk that far just to do that? Oh, Matt's cat just opened the door. <laughs> hey, Bowler, come on in. You're good, buddy. <laughs> um, this is the cat that likes me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's nice that these side missions are going to give you things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
other than just capsule toys. I still, I think I'm going to be over the moon trying to collect all the capsule toys. I just want to collect myself. That's, <laughs> like, that's the big thing. Like, I don't know if I can play this game and not be constantly Twitch streaming it. Because I want, I want to see my reaction when I get me. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's something that... That's kind of why I backed that tier, too. Mm. Because the people say that backed, you get your sign on, your name on a sign of a building. You just see that building. You know you're going to get to that building at some point in time. Mm -hmm. The randomness of the gotcha machine is, is, I don't know. I I, just. I will definitely record the moment on my PlayStation when it happens, but I I don't know how I'll be able to record myself. I don't know if I'm streaming with my PlayStation camera if I, like, record the moment if it like records everything that's showing on the screen of the ps4 like including my camera feed or if it only records the gameplay i don't know i'll have to yeah. test that yeah i'm gonna test it too and we all we probably will get into some twitch streaming when this comes out mm-hmm. um difficulties that's Mo- new yeah four difficulties and the hardest one in japanese translate to don't try this or do not try this <laughs> that's sh- that'll give some replay value Difficulties uh, always Do you provide that. Oh, there you go. Um, I hope one of them's called "Hurt Me Plenty," like in Doom. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a mini game where you throw stones in a bucket. We. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured the throwing ca- playing cards into a hat. Yeah, kind of the same. But idea. it's interesting that they said uh, Yu Suzuki saw people actually playing this throwing stones in a bucket game when he went over there for research. So. In the game it goes. <laughs> we will be getting frog and turtle races. Unfortunately, we will not be getting snail races. His idea for that was kind of ingenious. Like, I love it. <laughs> His idea was essentially you would bet on it and like in the morning. And then go and that's what Pete Campbell talked about on his stream is like you could go and what I think would be a real cool implementation of if you went back at noon and it's not done mm-hmm. but to be like oh I'm in the lead I better check back in three hours yeah like I think that is such a cool concept yeah. of <laughs> just uh, like and the thing is you probably would not be able to impact the results in any way shape or form <laughs> go snail you don't understand me at all <laughs> it's like when I buy a pro line ticket for the and I bet on a football game I'm like well you know <laughs> If I watch this game, it has zero impact on how this, the, what the outcome will be. But I'm like, I better watch it. Like Rio just like slyly puts a, a snail of the opposite sex at the finish line <laughs> and wafts the the pheromones in the direction of his snail. Snail pheromones. This podcast has reached a new low. Um, capsule toys. You'll be able to trade for items as well. We talked about that at the pawn shop. You can fight up the ranks of a dojo. That's cool. Your phone's ringing. I was excited about that. I think that's a pretty... Hello? Keep talking, Andrew. <laughs> oh, never mind. They hung up. <laughs> we were just going to do a live phone call on you, too. Um, was my mom. Oh. I'll just text her back, but you keep going. Mrs. Humphrey? Yeah. Excuse me, Mrs. Humphrey. <laughs> I dropped a taco in the deep fryer. Ow! Ow! <laughs> if I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. Uh, fighting up the ranks of the dojo is so cool. And they talk about how your name won't appear. Like, there's a ranking list. Yeah. Your name won't appear on it, but then if you, like, beat the guy who's ranked 10th Dan, or Don, or however it's pronounced, you'll get that. And then you take that person's spot. But by the sound... I, they... I got the impression that you can challenge anyone. I don't think you necessarily need to ladder up the rank. Like go one over one just hit the thing in the bottom right corner it gets rid of all of them at once yeah but how do i tell it to shut up (laughs) you could just turn down the volume on the computer (laughs) there you go now hit it again the thing in the bottom 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 there you go um yeah but more are gonna pop up as soon as people message me how do i turn notifications off uh don't show that's mom leave us alone we're trying to record a podcast Um, yeah, this this was something that got me excited because learning, and we'll talk about this here in a sec, learning moves apparently really affects, like, practicing mm. really strengthens the moves. Mm. Um, so I think it's going to be critical that people do this. Which, that was the case in Shenmue 1, was it not? 
the, all the moves had different forms. I don't even know if that happened in Shinmu 2, though. Shinmu 2, I think, was just based on how much you used them. Mm. It increased them. But, Shen, yeah, I want something similar to Shenmue 1. Not necessarily just punching air in a parking lot. Yeah, this sounds more exciting than that, which is what I always wanted. I wanted to be able to spar with Fukusan whenever I wanted, but it was only available at certain times. But this dojo thing sounds like, hopefully it's unlimited opponents, and you just keep, not maybe not unlimited opponents, but unlimited rematches. Yeah, I want something that if I want to sit there and... What's the term called when you do something in an RPG and you do that? Grind it out. Grinding, yeah. <laughs> I want to do grinding. <laughs> I want I want to do grinding. <laughs> I want to do grinding. <laughs> I want to grind. <laughs> Said <in> Rio. <laughs> grind. <laughs> I can't picture him saying that. <laughs> grind. <laughs> I'll stop now. Please. Um... Moves become very powerful. We talked about that. Uh, there's five one-button moves now. So in the Dreamcast, you could boop, boop, pop on your R trigger or L trigger, whichever one you weren't using for He's running. mapped move. Uh, yeah, mapped move. And he talks about how he wants this to be accessible to new players, which I think is important because Shenmue isn't... Shenmue 1 and Shenmue 2 aren't necessarily that accessible of a game. You, there's... People generally have one of two reactions to it. They have, like, mine when I was watching my sister's boyfriend play, and be like, huh. Mm. And then I got it right away. And I think Shenmue is a game that you start to get it right away, or you don't. And this accessibility of not having to do your all these button combinations to do a move, it's kind of like comparing it to when you look at the N64 wrestling games. Mm -hmm. You had your very accessible THQ ones, which are by far the best, but some people like the Attitude Warzone ECW games because it was more like a Mortal Kombat where you're entering these extended combinations to achieve something. Mm -hmm. Those games, the Acclaim ones, were shit, by the way. I'm definitely in the THQ camp on that, (laughs) but that's kind of a good way to compare them. Um, And having five of them to be able to cycle through... So how do you cycle through them? It's a combination of R1 and R2, he said. So, like, I think you hold R1 to, like, get into the cycle menu, and then R2 to, like, cycle through them or something. I didn't fully so understand you're not gonna be able it. To, you're not going to be able to bust these out rapid fire. <laughs> no, you're not. by the sounds of things, you're not going to be able to, like, keep doing them unless you can, you know, get them that fast out of a yeah. menu, if that which, makes sense. Which, if you're that good, you probably just play the game normally. <laughs> And I wonder if those five spots, with the greater difficulty, like, they lop off a spot. Maybe. Like, if you're playing this on the hardest one, do you just get one spot? Maybe there's no automatic transmission at all. <laughs> well, that's what he's calling it, AT and MT, right? Is he? Yeah, the, he's, there's fighting modes, I believe, called AT and MT. AT is basically easy mode. Uh, MT, uh, it's a throwback to his racing games. Speaking of throws... Oh. <laughs> that was a nice segue there. <laughs> uh, there aren't any. Oh, this is if such a bummer. If you just Jeremy Irons, if you're looking for a prize at the bottom, there isn't one. Uh, no throw moves. This is this is devastating. Yeah, <laughs> I hope there's at least parries or dodges still. I hope it's not just punches and kicks and that's it. So no matter what, because apparently there's going to be a lot of. Um, more moves in this game like a lot of punches and kicks and things there's more of them but no matter which way you slice it you're sacrificing one third of your fighting options yeah and that I understand that it was a budgetary thing but this sucks yeah I'm sure once we start playing it you'll get used to it Mm mm-hmm Throws are some of my favorite things to do in video games. <laughs> yeah, I love... Like, when I do... Because they look so violent most of the time. <laughs> just, like, throwing people around like a ragdoll. And I hope when he says throws... Like, I, I, I don't think you're going to be able to grab people. That's what he means, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Like, when I play the 70-man battle royal, I'm only pretty much doing grab moves to certain guys mm-hmm. and then doing kicks to the guys that are approaching me to... You, you can really um, exp- expedite your way through that mm-hmm. by doing it that way. And this, I heard the news and I was just like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Eh. R.I.P. Dark Side Hazuki. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. You were loved. <laughs> <laughs> what would you put on the Dark Side Hazuki epitaph? Uh, made an impact on many people's lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, uh, that's a big one for me. <laughs> Next, no supernatural elements. Hmm. I think he probably just means no Kamehamehas. <laughs> yes. We talked, this got brought up in, in Pete Campbell's stream last night, and someone said, well, are mysticism and supernatural the same thing? And Pete's like, I don't think Yu Suzuki thinks they're the same thing. I think he differentiates. Mm-hmm. And I, I will guarantee, I will guarantee you that he puts a difference between them. Because one of the Kickstarter goals or backer prior rewards mm. is that arcane technique scroll. Mm. It's unless they just scrap that, which is eh, kind of an in mo- in game scroll. Yeah. Mm. Unless you just get a real life scroll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it teaches you throw fireballs. <laughs> best Kickstarter reward ever. <laughs> Just sitting at the dining room table like, fuck, why didn't I think of this? <laughs> You're reading the scroll. It's so simple. <laughs> yeah. Anyone could do this. Uh, but then, yeah. Then kid- just burn down, burn down the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a scroll that has a picture of a uh, hairspray and a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> if you scream, Kamehameha, during this. Arcane technique. Uh, but yeah, the the word arcane has a specific meaning. Yeah. It, it means magic, <laughs> usually. So those are the major points out of that Ezra Krabbe article from oh, There was more. There was, uh, you can eat food now. You have to eat food. You have to eat food. <laughs> Which um, could be a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I, this could be like a... A chore? Care, a, yeah, a chore. Careful what you wish for. I was like, I wish you could eat food. I want to eat food at the restaurants. And he's like, now you can eat food. Except, if you don't eat food, you can't run. <laughs> yeah, but I can't run on a full stomach either. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be some management of yeah. Rio's stamina through food eating. Uh, don't know how I feel about this. I think he said, too, that there's not actual eating animations. It's and there's not, like, yeah. It's just menu, bloop, you know. Yeah. So that makes it even worse. I wanted, like, like, like when he drinks a can of Coke, I wanted him to just take a second, eat some food, go on his way, and have nothing be affected. Just do it to uh, embody living Rio's life more. But not having a cutscene for it does not lend to that at all. And then having it be required to keep your stamina up, it could be an annoyance. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, it, uh... I don't know. It's... I don't want it to be a chore. Mm. That's all. I, I just... I don't want it to be a chore. But by the sounds of things, too, with the amount of shops that I think they're going to have... I don't think there would ever be a situation where you would be too far away from being able to get food. Yeah. Which I think that's... If you're going to implement a system like this, it needs to be accessible. Will food rot in his pockets? (laughs) Yeah. Can you put a a bowl of ramen in his pocket and have it be good forever? Jeez, a bowl of ramen. (laughs) It does look like, potentially, the guy's eating a meat bun or a steamed bun in the drunk guy, maybe, Mm -hmm. in the trailer. Yeah. Um, anything else from the no, Ezra interview? That's it. That's it. Um, now for some shitty stuff. Well, first before we get there, I'm selling my statues. Maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not to me either. <laughs> do you want to pay what this person was willing to pay for them? No. <laughs> well, I do, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh, so I was just browsing Reddit, and somebody's like, "Hey, does anyone have those?" limited editions, specifically limited edition, first four-figure statues. I'm like... And nobody had replied to him. I'm like, I do. I might as well reply and see if he like makes me an offer I can't refuse. So... so I'll back up. He makes you... An offer I can't refuse. <laughs> so... So, uh... So, yeah, we went back and forth for a while and in the end he made me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> and, uh... So I packed them all up last night and I went to the post office today to mail them and I was in contact with them and I'm like, you know, we're trying to work it out. And then I was like, holy crap, the shipping fees. I'm like, maybe you don't want to do this anymore, man. (laughs) It's like, 
the I felt I honestly felt like Rio trying to find a uh, cheap ticket to Hong Kong because <laughs> like <laughs> it, by plane it's like with the tracking uh, tracking number and a signature required on the other end it's like over four hundred dollars to ship them to he lives in the UK so and it would take about five business days to get there for four hundred and some dollars on top of the price he's already paying. Uh, the cheapest is by boat, um, <laughs> which, which, which could the ta- parallels yeah, are yeah. which could take uh, months. They said, and uh, even still, it's over two hundred dollars shipping. So he's like, "Man, I really want these. Keep them in the box. I'll get back to you." So that's where we're at right now. But you're probably wondering why I'm why I'm selling them in the first place. Well, first of all, yeah, the offer I couldn't refuse, and. Honestly, they're cool, but they don't bring me that much joy. Like they're just—they sit in the, my in my shelf there. I put them on the bottom shelf where I can barely see them. Um, and uh, this, I, just to illustrate for illustrative purposes, <laughs> this shelf has nine thousand Transformers. In it. <laughs> nine thousand, not literally. <laughs> um, At least eighty-five hundred, though. <laughs> um, you're not. Yeah. Don't, there's a, don't count the ones that are made up of smaller Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, I originally bought them because this, it was the dark ages of Shenmue fandom. <laughs> he waited till I put a mouthful of coke in my hand. Uh, it was, there's nothing Shenmue out there. Like, and I was like, I want to show my support for this series and show it still has fans. So I bought everything Shenmue I could. Just in the hopes that somehow, some way, that would, it con- would work. contribute to the chance of Shenmue 3 appearing someday. It did, Matthew. <laughs> and we thank you for that. <laughs> I don't know if that, if people buying all the merch literally uh, helped his decision to start a Kickstarter, but that's why I was doing it. But, uh, yeah, so now that Shenmue 3 is here, I'm like, they're cool, but I'd rather have that money. <laughs> I could do uh, house repairs or something. <laughs> So uh, you can buy your ticket to Hong Kong. Yeah, he was joking with me. He's like, when he when when I sent him the shipping, he's like, I might as well just buy a plane ticket and go over and get them from you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. So we'll see if he gets them in the end. But I already spent twenty bucks on packing supplies and shipping boxes and stuff. But uh, whatever. You should see how much it costs to mail them the three minutes down the road to my house. <laughs> three minutes is about uh, three times as long as it takes. I can drive here in under a minute. <laughs> well, if that deal falls through, maybe I'll. Uh... Still, you can always still kill me and take them. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I can't kill you with a dark side Hazuki anymore. That I doesn't. Know. That's it's, God. It's, I just have erased, to punch you. It's erased from canon. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if that deal falls through, maybe we'll work something out. And, maybe. You know, uh, installment maybe uh, payment installments. <laughs> um, I just have to. I, I just do chores around. Your house. <laughs> yeah. Um, make make my shoes shine, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you don't have to call me a bitch. <laughs> it yeah, feels dude. better when I do, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm just your footstool. When yeah. you and Mel are watching a movie, I'm just curled up in a ball on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the other topic, yeah, not not a fun topic. There's the top topic of uh, people potentially boycotting Shenmue due to uh, their involvement with uh, the publishing company THQ Nordic AB, I think is the parent company, which is the parent company of THQ Nordic something else, which is the parent company of Coke Media, which is the parent company of Deep Silver, which is publishing Shenmue. So the people at the very top, and these aren't like just rando uh, social media people. These are like people who have stakes in the company, high up people. Um, they're involved in this scandal where they went on 8chan. If you don't know what 8chan is, uh, you'd have to know what 4chan is first. And if you don't know what that is, it's an image board where people post the most vile shit on the internet um, because they they can't do it anywhere else. So the people who are too bad for 4chan got exiled to 8chan, which is even worse. It's like the dark net, basically, where there's like open sharing of links to child pornography and snuff films and like all that stuff and uh the developers or i mean the publishers at thq nordic are just one day like hey we're gonna do a ask me anything on 8chan 
we don't know why it'll be fun so uh people like this is a mistake don't do this don't you know about this place like they were banned from google you can't google this place i don't know if you can right now but there was a time where they were banned from google and uh they're like lols and uh so they went on there they had their ama they responded to people who were like uh, good on you for uh, I was talking about some anime, anime game censorship or something good on you for not censoring such and such don't bow to those SJW cucks blah 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 keep being awesome they're like thanks we'll try you know talking to that kind of person <laughs> and uh, and so after that you know there's demands for you know why'd you do this you know apologize A-chan it's terrible you know child porn <laughs> and they're like uh uh let's just pretend it didn't happen and hopefully it'll blow over so uh so yeah then um people are like you know hold hold companies accountable hold ceos accountable you gotta hurt, hit them where it hurts them and that's their wallet and uh so people have been trying to not let this blow over but it started to and then today or yesterday um, a guy went and shut up a mosque and killed 50 people and wounded a fi- uh, further 50. And guess where he liked to hang out? And guess where he uh, announced his plans and said, hey, check my Facebook feed in uh, in a few minutes. Oh yeah, and I love PewDiePie. Um, <laughs> uh, check out PewDiePie's channel, bang, 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 right before he starts shooting. Um, uh, so, yeah, he did that on 8chan. He po- posted a link to his Facebook feed where he live-streamed his massacre. And uh, that's the kind of place 8chan is. So that's brought it back up, brought this THQ thing back up. And they still haven't apologized. They still haven't fired the people involved who are high up people, like I said. Um, so, I mean, what else can you do as a consumer expect, except uh, vote with your wallet? So some people are going to uh, boycott anything published by THQ. Yeah, it sucks. Developers get hurt. They had nothing to do with it. But if you have certain morals and you want to stand up for uh, what you think is right, then some people are going to do that. Now, us as Kickstarter backers, we paid our money long ago, and this was before Deep Silver was involved, even like a few years before Deep Silver was involved, and that, and even that was before Deep Silver was acquired by Coke Media, who uh, is owned by THQ. So I think if you're a Kickstarter backer and if you're worried about supporting people who are okay with that kind of shit uh you don't have to worry about it i think your money went straight to the developers was used in development uh don't feel bad about it but so it's up to you if you want to um boycott shenmue if you haven't if you didn't kickstarter kickstart it if you want to maybe not buy it you or not buy it new wait till it's used then buy it i mean yu suzuki won't get your money but neither will those assholes i don't know I don't have to think about it too hard because, like I said, I already kickstarted it and my money probably didn't go to those jerks. So, yeah, I don't know what I would do if I was in the position of do I buy Shenmue 3 or not. (laughs) I think what boggles my mind the most about it is they made the decision to do it whatever they might not have done the research there's no there's and and that's like i'm not making excuses if you are a pr person it is your job to know what you are doing but the one quick google search will tell you what (laughs) hn is actually it wouldn't (laughs) i think i think they're back on google actually but they were banned for a while my like my point is is that when you're a company and these bad things happen apologize Mm mm-hmm Make hold a, people accountable. Hold people accountable. Make a donation of some sort. Do something mm-hmm. to get rid of the get rid of these people. The bad seeds. The bad seeds. And you know what? Some per, some people out there might say, "Well, they had the freedom of of choice and speech to you know do this on 8chan." They absolutely did. But you you're not free from repercussions of your actions. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can't be persecuted and put in jail for it, but if people don't want to buy your product, that's that's completely fine. That's it, capitalism. That's, that's absolutely speaking with your with your wallet. That's like that's a, that's the only protest you can you can lodge. Like um, like just like uh, I mean, child pornography guys. Like the forum I frequent, one of these guys. Uh, one of the people in the forum posted and he's like, when I was a child I was abducted and I was held captive for months and I was raped and it was recorded and it was put out on the internet and now I have to live with people who are just 
you know, getting off to childhood me being raped. You know, like, it is vile. So, like, this is serious stuff. It's not just lol, whatever. So, come on. (laughs) I have, I mean, I don't, I think it ended up being, the result of it was I think the child was fine and recovered, but I've seen a child be, I think it was actually by its biological mother, but I've seen a kid be snatched in Mm. broad daylight. Yeah. We were waiting to throw our gear in a, our hockey gear in a car to go play ball hockey, and mom pulled up, opened the door, daughter talked, mom yanked her in in the car, dad came out, was like, what the hell just happened? We're like, that lady took off with your kid. Another neighbor just threw his car keys at him, was like, go. Yeah. And like, guy just got in the car and chased her. Like, I think that it ended up being fine, and I got the kid back and everything, but like... It's just vile, it's, it, vile, terrible, terrible shit. And the fact that these people did something to be associated with it, they could have done and asked me anything on any other platform. Exactly. <laughs> and, and they were they were aware. Like, if they weren't... Even if they, we give them the benefit of the doubt and say they weren't aware at first, they were definitely aware later, even during when they started talking to those kind of people and associating with them and just not saying anything about it. Like, ah. Uh. And that's the thing, like, if you have right-wing beliefs, like, you think someone should be fiscally more responsible, or you, whatever, your religious beliefs, everyone can have those things, but it's these people that take it to the extreme and, like, just, it, it's just being against extremism in general, I think, mm-hmm. is the Extremism that leads think. to people being extreme and shooting up mosques. Um... But, uh, like, all I ask is, yeah, people are going to fall on either issue, either side of this. If you want to buy the game, that's fine. I mean, Yu Suzuki definitely doesn't deserve this crap, but, I mean, some people are some people are going to take a, a stand. They might not like that they have to, but they might morally be obliged to do it. And all I ask is, don't be mad at them. Like, they are taking a stand for their beliefs. Uh, it's not their fault that Yu Suzuki is paying for this. It is THQ Nordic's fault that Yu Suzuki is paying for this. Because they did not apologize. They did not fire the people who were involved. So don't take it out on your fellow fans, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope... I think this is a pretty good community. Um, we saw a little bit of the negativity a couple episodes ago, but I mean, use your better judgment in everything you do. Yeah. And if you want to support the game, support it. If you morally don't think you can, like Matt said, that is completely fine. Everyone has buy the right it to used. do that. Buy it used. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Buy it used. Mm-hmm. Um, there are ways you can still play it. Yeah. Um, if you buy it used, that means someone else put up the money. Yeah, and they they might probably weren't even aware of this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully it does. I mean, hopefully it doesn't blow over, and hopefully THQ. Yeah, at the end of the day, THQ needs to to take a stand, and yeah, like, and I, we are getting at a point where I think companies, for the most part, or just public things that are in the public, are taking a better stand at this, mm-hmm. and when they're making decisions. Like, well, we talked about it earlier. We were getting off topic here, but we talked about the James Gunn thing. Yeah. Like, I get him being hired back. Fans really wanted it. Mm -hmm. But I I see why Disney originally got rid of him, too. They originally got rid of him because of a alt-right smear campaign. Uh, Basically, the alt-right being mad that anytime one of their idols does something crappy there's repercussions so they dig back on uh on uh the left i guess <laughs> on some of their favorite people and see what they can find and then they drum up um excitement about uh things that could possibly come back to haunt them so i'm james gunn made some terrible tweets like, yep terrible so but yeah i can't even remember what they were but i know they were terrible <laughs> that's, that's how i remember feeling but, and that's uh, that's the thing. Like you look at what happened with Roseanne, mm-hmm. um, she and she's con- kind of continuing to do it too. And it's a shame because I enjoyed her comedy and I I was super excited that that show came back. I think she's got a legitimate mental issue. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's but it's a shame. And now look what's happening with Lori Loughlin of Full House. Yeah, and she's not going to be back for the next season of Fuller House. Oh, they said that, did they? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 
it's holding people accountable for, and she, uh, I mean, I don't want to say she only bribed to get her kid into a <laughs> prestigious it's, or not so prestigious university, apparently. Not, not so prestigious after all, yeah. But, uh. At, yeah, that's nothing compared to some of these other things, you know, but. All right. Anyways, let's get off of, yeah, off well, of that yeah. topic. So, um, we can be found on social media. ShedmooAm2Podcast at gmail.com We're on Facebook, we have a page and a group iTunes, youtube.com slash ShedmooAm2Podcast um, Post your thoughts on the trailer Again, as we mentioned, we're going to do probably a deep dive video um, production on it and voice it over and put in some screenshots and stills and all that good stuff I'm moving my hands, no one can see what I'm doing <laughs> other than Matt. I appreciate it We'd like to thank our sponsor this week Hazuki Dojo Throw Emporium. Everything must go. Dark Side Hazuki. 100% off. Sweep throw. Buy two, get one free. Demon drop. Just take them all. Everything must go. <laughs> uh, give me one of them arm break fires. <laughs>